Hey everybody, welcome to a brand new episode of Journey of the Roadrunners. Paul here. And Adriana. We figure hop on because we each signed up for different races. Yep. So wanted to kind of announce that. Well, you had already talked about the obstacle course like later in the year, but you just signed up for another one that's yeah, there's uh, so I haven't closer. done this one. It's the called the terrain race. Um I heard it's pretty easy from people who've done it in the past. I'm sure it's gotten harder because if the race outlast, if a race lasted through the pandemic, and that's when the people I know who did it, it was before the pandemic. If it lasted through the pandemic, I'd like to assume that they, they're making it a little more challenging to get more people involved. But I got an email for it and it was um, free. Uh, but you have to pay like, you know, like it was like $17, but it was because of the tax. But right. it was a free race. So I was like, you know what? I mean, who's going to complain about a free race, A, and, and it costs 17 bucks, but it's in um, May. It's called the Terrain Race. It's in Charlotte, Mass. Um, we actually have a team. It's called Team Total Fitness. Um, we're at 8 a.m. heat. So I figure it's a nice way to get my feet wet again. And um, I have to tell I want to get my Movnat, my level two. I've been really starting to, like, focus on really wanting to do that. And it's interesting because I, I – um, my neck, if you guys have been following along, I've had some, you know, like a couple bulging discs and I have a little arthritis and it, it comes and goes and it was doing really well. And then it kind of got bad again. And I've, it's been on and off, but, um, I woke up this morning and I felt okay. And I got my inversion table and I made it like it came back. I was like, shit. So I'm getting to the point of it all. But, um, I did my Movnat workout today and I feel better. Like I felt good. And you know, Movnat, if you guys have heard me bragging about it, because I absolutely am obsessed with it, it's really something that's going to help with the obstacle races. So it gives me a lot of hope that these workouts are not making me feel bad at all. Like I'm feeling better. I was a little nervous with some of the hanging just because my neck was feeling funny. But uh, mm -hmm. yeah, I felt great. And that obstacle race is only a 5K. So it's a good way to get your feet wet if you've never done one. Um, you know, and from what I hear, it's not super difficult. The, the um, Rugged Maniac is, that's the one out in September. So this one, you know, judging how good or bad I feel, I accidentally registered for the Elite Heat for the other one in uh, September. So at least I'll know what I'm up against. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm excited about that. It, you know, I figure it's in May. It's a good, that's a great time to race. Like for any of you guys yeah. who are obstacle racers or even runner, I mean, any, anything you're outside, like May is awesome. Cause it's like not hot, hot yet, but it, not, I mean, we hope at least it's not miserably cold. Cause that always sucks, but you know, may usually get a pretty good, uh, weather. So yeah, it's usually um, getting better by May. Yeah. Like yeah. Um, April can be kind of iffy. You never know what you're going to get in April, but May seems to be a little more consistently. Yeah. yeah. So it's, I'm excited about that. And, um, I'd love to have anybody who's interested and, in, um, you know, um, something I wanted to mention too, for anyone who listens to our podcast, if you're semi-local and you look and you're looking for people to run with or train with, um, you know, reach out to us. Cause we have groups of people who go like, you know, I have people who are at a much, uh, you know, at, at one point in my career, my racing career is at a pretty high level right now. I'm not, you know, I'm working back up to it, but I have people who are at a higher level that I used to train with. If you're looking for someone who's really more like doing the bigger Spartans, um, or if you're looking for just the smaller races, like, like I just said, this one, I'm taking a team. Um, it's a father daughter who haven't raced in a while. They did a race with me before. Um, another client of mine who doesn't want to do anything crazy. So it's, we're going to take it kind of easy. And, um, Paul, obviously you you know, you're always more than welcome. 
Yeah. And and it's cheap. I mean, honestly, that's what turned me on. I'm like, fuck it, it's a free race. And then it was like seventeen dollars. I'm like, well, I can deal with that. But yeah, that's still cheaper than yeah, yeah most races. So yeah. Yeah. And I'm thinking they're trying to get people back, you know, and that's the thing. I'm like, if this race outlasted, the pictures of the obstacles look good. And I have a golden rule. A lot of people disagree with me in the race community, the obstacle race community. I don't like to look at the obstacles before the race. I like mm-hmm. to be a hundred percent prepared in my training to get to something and kick its ass. Like I don't want to get to a race and know everything. Cause I feel like that creates like, and it, it can create a negative anticipation. If something, if there's yeah. something you're afraid of, you see it and you're automatically like, oh my God, that's fucking horrifying. That's going to be in the back of your mind the whole race. And it's going to, personally, this is my opinion. Again, a lot of the stuff I say is my opinion. So to clarify that, but it sucks knowing that there's something that might freak you out. And you don't, now you're like, oh, I'm at the beginning of the race. And all I can think about is that fucking thing I have to swing on into water that's like 20 feet high and I'm afraid of heights. Like that's going to ruin your race, man. Like if you don't have a clue what's going to happen, you get to something. And the, the best thing to do in a race is not think like just yeah. go because then you're not you're not you're less likely to get hurt if you're tense right if you're not tense right like yeah. i'm not gonna get hurt if i'm like whoa like just fucking <laughs> hauling ass right i'm gonna get hurt if i tense up it's like drunk people in car accidents you know what i mean <laughs> like if you're just like like whoa like i've i've gone off some pretty like crazy obstacles and uh-huh. like the more i stood over that like the edge looking the more scared i got and then I was like, you know what, man? Like, I'm not going to sit here and think. I'm just going to go. And I've always had a blast like that. And then you see people who don't, who are in good shape. I mean, I've been to races with some pretty, like, good athletes. And just something about, like, the heights or something got to people. Because they stood there too long looking. It's like, mm-hmm. don't look down. Just go. Like, you don't have, you know, it's not about thinking. That's one of the reasons I love obstacle racing. Like, you, you just have to be trained and not worry so like it's not about worrying it's about just going and fucking having a blast and and knowing that you worked hard enough that it doesn't matter what the obstacle is you're going to be able to do it yeah yeah but yeah plus like more to your point like if you're like worrying about like an obstacle down the line that's going to ruin it for like the yeah. other stuff you're doing and you might yeah. ruin it for other people too because yeah. then you're gonna be like did you see that thing <laughs> don't, tell people, don't talk to people yeah, all right yeah that, yeah <laughs> they won't have a good time so and that's <laughs> You know, and that's where the MoveNet, I think, is really going to be, like, because level two is a lot more upper body. It's it's going to really benefit me in obstacles, which my, the MoveNet's in November. So I already had done the obstacle races, but the fact that I'll, I'm doing more MoveNet workouts than I was doing previously, and I'm going to be doing more, like, continuing. So I feel like I'm going to be a lot more obstacle ready, just as, like, a, a default, not even because you know, it's like, oh, that just happens to be what's happening. Like, I'm going to be better at at these things because I'm training for something else I really want to do. You know, they all kind of go hand in hand. And I just think training under Movnat, I feel I'm going to be able to do these things with less, less, you know, knock on wood. I don't usually get hurt during obstacle races. I just get hurt working out or or waking up in the morning. (laughs) 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 You know, so I don't necessarily get afraid of a race itself. Mm-hmm. Or like, you know, I was telling my physical therapist, I said, you know, I played soccer a long time, knock on wood. Like, I don't just, if I get hit with something, somebody, like somebody kicks me or I get, you know, you slam heads or something. It's one thing, but I generally don't get hurt in the practice of the sport. It's usually something I'm doing 
you know, weird. It's usually not even something at the gym. So, you know, that being said, I want to make sure like doing Movnat, I feel like I'm, I'm paying much more attention to the way I'm moving my body. And, you know, with all the injuries and things I have wrong with me, like the, like the way you can like, so like you can move around your injuries so, so easily compared to other fitness modalities. Like I can move around my injuries a lot easier. Granted, there's some things I just can't do right now, but you know, it's, it's really, I because I had old Nat workouts today and it was awesome, but it's gonna, it's gonna help in those races. So, yep. Yep. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I know that it helped me with the obstacle course race this past year. So yeah. Cause yeah. Cause I was able to do that. Well, the only things I couldn't do was because of my injury at my shoulder, like lifting, pulling myself up with my arm, like straight up in the air. I just couldn't do that type of stuff and hanging and everything. Right. But, but other than that, I was able to like do everything well. Yeah. A lot of it's because of that move that, yeah, just matter of training. Yeah. It, it is really, if you're into like doing the obstacle stuff or, you know, even just it's, it's literally for real world fitness. Like it's, yeah. it's for what you do every day. Like, you know, yeah. the, the, the type of stuff they're doing, the deadlift with the lap where you lap something heavy onto your lap and you get it up. It's like, I think about an air conditioner all the time. Like, oh, I'm going to pick this air conditioner up and I got to get it up or like a heavy bag of groceries that you had to put down to unlock your door. And you're not just going to bend forward and round your back and like grab it. You know, you're actually going to get it up onto your lap and, put, and pick it up. So it's just, you know, I, I've been getting more excited because I've been feeling pretty good. Um, and you know, it's, it's, it takes uh, for anyone who gets, who has some chronic pain, it sucks. And it really brings you down. I mean, last episode, we talked about seasonal depression, like put that on top of pain, man. And it's like, mm-hmm. where's the nearest bridge, <laughs> <laughs> you know? But, yeah. And you, but, you don't but yeah, like that. Depression. Yeah. Well, like that, um, yeah, like the Movnat, I th- kind of think of it like, uh, the karate kid wax on wax off like you do with all, all these movements and everything and he's like what, what the hell am I doing this for and then when right. you put it into actual practice then you're doing those movements and <laughs> it's helping you that's yeah. a great analogy and I yeah. love the karate kid I'm a, I'm a sucker <laughs> I'm all about your 80s stuff like FYI. I'm a sucker for like all the stuff we grew up with like cult classics yep <laughs> now um what races now you have some races coming up right yep um yeah, finally getting this thing going again. Um, I'm doing the, I'm going to my first out of state race since 2019. <laughs> I'm going to New Orleans, New Orleans. Oh my God, I'm so jealous. I've, oh, that's one place I want to go. Yeah, well, but the actual race is, um, where is it at? Matter, oh yeah, I probably won't even say this right. Met. Metairie, Metairie, it's M-E-T-A-I-R-I-E, but I think it's like um, nine miles away from New Orleans, and it's actually the New Orleans um, run club that's putting this on. Oh, awesome. Yeah, so it's on um, Saturday, February 11th, and I think the actual Mardi Gras is on February 21st, so I'm gonna like experience the you know, Mardi Gras atmosphere without the crazier crowds. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that sounds awesome. Yeah, and I've never been there before, so that should be interesting. Yeah, yeah. there's so much history. I've always wanted to go to New Orleans, man. There's so much history there, and 
it's just a, a awesome awesome place in america that I, I i can't wait till you tell me about it yeah yeah and um yeah yeah and everybody knows that my love of music and everything and yeah there's a huge music scene down there dude honestly uh, if i had the finances right now i'd fly out and watch you do the race <laughs> yeah, i'd probably I, do it with you all right i just gonna i think there's something that you have to do to get beads there <laughs> yeah well you, you have to you have Flash your boobs, Paul. That's what they're looking for. That's uh, what they're looking for. I'll just walk around topless. I'm not going to flash. I'll just walk around. Like one of those, uh, the horseshoe games. <laughs> just bringing around the beads. It's, so, it's so funny. It, you know, it's so funny. Like, of course, we're going to get on a boob rant. I, I was, this lady was talking to me about something at the gym the other day. And I was like, you know, I'm like, Americans are so like weird about nudity. It's like if you go to Germany, like you literally can just go to the like a lot of these countries, you just go to the sauna. It's like a co-ed, like like a, a like a whole like spa is like co-ed. You know, it's like I'm not saying I want to walk around like like close to people's like <laughs> genitals, but I'm yeah. saying like if you're in a place where like it's almost more where like I've gotten in like the sauna at the gym and I like sit with just a towel on my, like, I, I honestly, I would just sit outright, but I try to be, I know how everyone's like weird. So I just yeah. put the towel over me, but I sit there like a dude, like my boobs are out and I'll just like walk up in there. I was like sitting there with my legs up, like the towel just hanging over my crotch. And I'm like, I'm like, I should probably put my legs down. This lady's probably be like, what is she doing? <laughs> you know, but it's funny. It's, I think we're really uptight about that stuff. And I am all for being topless in New Orleans. Like, I think it's, I think it's really great that people do. It's just funny how like exciting it is for everyone because it's like, dude, I would totally walk around topless in the summer like, to eat if I could. I don't need to, I'm not going to jog down the street like that. But like, you know, if you see like dudes out in places with their tops off, Yep. Yep. Some Paul, of you have be bigger getting, boobs. Yeah. Yeah. You better be getting some some beads then if you're going down there. <laughs> what a dude! Like, do you have to done flash your down? Like, what I, happens to, for a dude to get beads? Is that like like? Do you, do you I, like show balls? I don't know. I'm done. You gotta <laughs> research, research that. To, yeah. We need to put this in the show notes. <laughs> How do dudes yeah. get beads in New Orleans? <laughs> yeah, probably don't get beads. They're gonna give the beads, I guess. Yeah, that's true. So, well, you better get but some. We'll see. <laughs> but I am looking forward to that. I've always wanted to go there, and I'm like, I'm like half French, so this should be a wee wee. <laughs> so that's gonna be awesome. Yeah. yeah, I can't wait. We'll podcast right when you get home, so we can tell everyone about it. Yeah, yeah. So that'll be fun. Yeah, so that's gonna be coming up pretty soon. Yeah. So, and um, I'll get into it. I think in another episode because I'm not really feeling <laughs> my head's not in the game so much today. But I found this awesome organization called Twenty Two Too Many, and um, what is it? The Twenty Two stands for the um, Twenty Two um, veterans that um, commit suicide, die by suicide a day in this country. So um, this is organization that. Yeah, helps the, the families of those veterans and you represent a member, you you, you get assigned one or you pick a, a veteran you want to honor. You can carry your, their picture with you during the race and you get in touch with the family and everything. You send them stuff. So That's great. Yeah. So I just found that 
it was actually through that book, um, Never Too Late by Kate Champion. So I've been reading that. I'm loving it. Yeah. So there's a guy that mentioned that. And then I looked into it. I was like, wow, this is things for like for real. So I'll be getting more into details about that. So yeah. Um, yeah. I want to do it justice. So yeah. And I have my, um, I can, I'll just say like the, um, the veteran, the hero that I'm sponsoring is Sergeant Adam Thornton. And I asked, um, I got in touch with the organization. I believe it's Carrie that I'm talking to. And I told her my um, journey of doing the 50 states. So I asked if there was anybody, any veterans from that area that I could represent. So she told me about Adam. So that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll be doing that from now on for every race I do, even the ones in Rhode Island. So yeah. That's great. Yeah. yeah. You'll have to do a special one about that and really get into depth. Yeah, yeah. And then um I might have the uh, co-founders on too. Oh, that's on, fantastic. On episode, so yeah. Just gonna get that scheduled. So yeah, something to look forward to. Yeah, I'm um so I think and I've been telling you about this and I'm gonna reach out to her. I've been um I've been working on doing the cyclic training and I've talked about it a little in the podcast, just but like um as a woman, you know, trying to like train well in eating, training and eating based on your hormones. Um, I got into it. I, I had heard it on a podcast, like previously, but, um, the root cause, there was a guest, Dr. Stephanie Estima, and, um, I got her book. I really like her. I started listening to her podcast. I read her book. Um, I just, I really like this whole idea of like, as a woman training with your hormones, right. Or like exercising, eating, you know, changing it up by the way your hormone, you know, I'm 44. Luckily, as much as I don't like to get my period, like the process of it, the, I like the hormones that go with it. So I'm going to not be upset about the rest of the, the stuff. That's not that great. And to be quite frank, I've started, so I'm not going to get too, too much into it. Not that I care about being personal or anything. I just don't want to drag, drag out the period talk, but, um, um, I used to get cramps like a solid three days and I'd have to take some pretty strong ibuprofen. Like they'd knock me on my ass. Like I, there were days, like if I didn't, if I didn't get ahead of it, I wouldn't be able to work like that. That's how bad mm. things were. Um, and it was about three, two and a half to three days of it. Now I'll feel a little bit. Um, and I would take ibuprofen all day for those two, three days, just to like, bit, like to stay away from the pain. And it was worse than any other pain. Like I, I'd had surgeries and then I'd get my period during, like after I'm out of surgery and I'm, the pain of my period would be like worse. More, yeah. Uh -huh. Oh, it, was, it would come out. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like <laughs> I, I just had back surgery and now my period happened and my period's putting me out. And they, but I got to tell you, um, I now I'm, I'm probably, I'm not doing, you know, I hate to take ibuprofen, but like it's, and I have some friends like, try this, try that. I'm like, dude, I'm not going to be fucking stoned off my ass trying to like do my job. It's not how I work. Mm -hmm. And I'm not, that's so why I have to function. And um, I went from about three days, two and a half to three days, like of ibuprofen, like every six hours to maybe two ibuprofens one day. Like, because of what you learned? Yeah, just like adding some, I, you know, and I had a naturopath too who helped me with my magnesium dose, added more magnesium especially around my period, um, foods I was eating, like I eat clean, but I add way more leafy greens. I eat a lot more right before my period, which I, yeah, you get hungry. It's like, all you know, as a woman, which is unfortunate, we really don't know our own bodies a lot of times. Like all I knew was like, 
I'm tired. I, I have cravings. I'm crampy and I'm a bitch. Like, and that's like what you just thought you were the week before your period and coming to understand why that's happening. Like, okay, my body's stripping itself. It's taking all my nutrients. Like, boom, the serotonin's going low. Of course I'm cranky and depressed. I'm losing serotonin. Like now I'm actually, I'm losing sleep. Well, the serotonin and the melatonin, I'm like, it all started to make sense. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm 44 and I'm just learning this shit now, but you know, <laughs> they weren't, they weren't doing this. They weren't teaching women this. So, you know, listening to the, the, uh, a couple podcasts, I really like Dr. Estima. There's another doctor. I can't remember her name. I'll, I'll, I'll give her a shout out on the next podcast. There's another book I'm going to grab and she looks good too. Um, but I really, I want to see if we can get Dr. Estima on the show. Cause I have some questions, but I just, I vibe with her and I, she's so funny. Like I listened to her today. She was uh, at, uh, she was talking about like, you have to make noises, you know, when you work it out, she's like, like sex noises. I'm like, dude, this is my people. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. She's great. She had a masturbation challenge. I'm just going to say I took the challenge and it was awesome. I'm out. What? Yeah, I'm out. I'm out of the contest. Um, seven days. You have to just make sure you do it. And I mean, they didn't say how many times a day. So I just figured I'd Make, I'd make a win for that one. <laughs> it, it does put you in a way better mood, FYI, if anyone wants to try it. Um, but yeah, I love her. I think she's awesome because she's extremely intelligent and she's like sciencey, but not like to the point where you can't follow. But she's awesome. Yeah, she's down to earth like, and everything. Yeah. Oh, she's so but, funny. Plus yeah. it's, it's important anyway, because like everybody's different. So like what you feel, somebody else might not. So it's, it's not like somebody can come up with like an overall plan. There's all kinds right. of nuances you can learn. Yeah, and I just I'm just learning a lot more about my own body, and you know, and I and it's it's it was it's hard, and I feel not that I felt bad being a woman. I like being a woman. I I think it's great. You know, there's a lot of there's a couple things that like I could do without at times, but <laughs> for the most part, I'm I'm happy in this body, and you know, um, but I'm learning a lot more, and I I it's shocking on how much I'm like. I'm almost shocked that I didn't know a lot of this stuff. I'm like, wow, that makes sense. And then I'm like, why didn't anyone teach us this? Like, you know, it, it, that's the frustrating part. It just gets me more angry about all the friggin' old crusty white men in power. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's another soapbox another day though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh man, we really go off the rails with that. Yeah. yeah. But you know, at the end of the day, I do, I want to ask her to come on our podcast. I'd love mm -hmm. to have her. You'd love her, Paul. She's fucking awesome. She's hilarious. She's like, I listened to her today on the drive. I did the float tank today in Warwick. And mm -hmm. um, I listened to her on the drive and I was like, dude, this chick just freaking cracks me up. Like it's, it's, I, I get so much information that sits with me, but I, I laugh like, cause she's hilarious. Does she have her own show or is, does she yeah, just a, a guest on? Better. It's called Better by Dr. Stephanie Asima. Oh, okay. Yep. And she's, she's like, you know, you don't have to be perfect. You just have to be better. Like, she's just great. I just really, mm, I, like I vibe, mm -hmm. I vibe with her. Like I, the stuff she talks about, I love, you know, her personality is great and she's just, she's easy to listen to fun, but like, I really, I'm, I feel like I'm, I'm, I've been getting so much education by listening to her and just her book was great too. I'm a, I like yeah. to read. So yeah. Oh, that's perfect. Cause I'm, yeah. Like I'm really getting in into this, like, um, you know, personal development mindset um the health of fitness i'm really getting into these people like on these podcasts and authors and everything that i'd like to have on so yeah, yeah sounds like she'll fit right in <laughs> oh i'm gonna reach out to her because you'll love her yeah 
Yeah, and, and definitely um, her name's Dr. Stephanie Estima and her podcast is The Better Podcast. So if you want to put it in the show notes for anyone who wants to listen. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Really yeah. informative. Get, get a little primer for when she does come on. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to reach out to her and see what she says because I bet you she'd come on. She seems like that kind of person that, that would be like, sure. You know, mm-hmm. I just get the vibe that she'd, she'd really be awesome on our show. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, yeah, I'll, um, yeah. I have like a, a list of um, a wish list of guests that I want to have on, so I'll add her to that. <laughs> Put her on, yeah. Yep. And that's about all I got today. Anything else from you? Right. Uh, nope, nope. That should be about it. Newsletter is going to be coming out soon. And I look um, forward to that. Yeah, I think it. Yeah, it'll be out before because I'm. I have like part two of my book reviews from 2022 so I think there were 32 books I just realized there was another one but I'm keeping it even so there's like 32 books so I split it up into two parts of 16 books in each part so I just posted part two today so I'll I'll include that link in the newsletter I just got a couple of things to write for that so newsletter will be out the journal of the roadrunner so I'm having a lot of fun with that Oh, that's awesome. I I love uh I love getting it. Yeah, yeah. I have fun um writing yeah, it. You do good. <laughs> I'm not being biased either, people. He, <laughs> he does a great job. Yeah, yeah. Like I <laughs> I don't like brag about myself or anything, but yeah, every everybody that's um read it seemed to like it. So yeah, yeah. let other people brag for you. You should brag for yourself anyway, but yes, I'll yeah. brag for you. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to get more people into it. Yep. We'll be getting there. Yeah. For sure. Oh, oh and I should mention too that um, I, we were talked about my seasonal depression last week. Oh, first of all, yeah, God, see, I'm so out of it and forgetting to talk about this stuff. Um, we talked about me going out for a run that day because yep. the sun had come out and I did. <laughs> uh, yeah. it, didn't, it didn't help me like 100%, but it was nice getting out there. Yeah, <laughs> but then the thing that really lifted me up was on that last Friday, we had like a meeting with the, the at the writing club. We had like a Zoom meeting talking about our goal, our, you know, our goals for this year. And there was like probably about 12 of us on there. It, it's just awesome being on there, you know, being with the tribe and stuff, talking about the stuff. And I was happy I talked, mentioned my um, word of the year, how it's um, momentum. And then we, we were all taking turns. So then after I did that, everybody loved that idea of the one word theme so then when other people were talking after me they just said they were coming up with their own theme I love that so, <laughs> so like I'm loving spreading the positivity because I'm sick of all the negative crap that's out there so yeah yeah so that lifted me up so I'm feeling better now than I was last week so good yeah, yeah. it looks like we might get some sun on Saturday too Oh, that'd be good because I looked at the forecast like the other day and it looked like it was going to be cloudy until at least like, next Tuesday. But yeah, yeah, I'm supposed to uh, walk in the woods with a buddy of mine tomorrow, go for a little hike. And I'm like, I really, <laughs> someone I haven't seen in a while. And I'm like this weather and I, you know, dude, when it's like wet, if I'm running, it's different, but I don't like to walk in the rain. It's just not my running in the rain is great. It's so funny how different it is. Yeah. But yeah. walking in the rain is not, in my opinion, is not great. It's not yeah. fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, um, right. let me uh, give a shout out to um, 
my company soul friend yoga we are starting to get busier and bigger and i am looking forward to this time next year being out there and really getting our um our voices heard and helping more communities and if you are looking for yoga apparel yoga mat you can go on soulfriendyoga.com and it's a capital s capital o capital u capital l 20 for 20 percent off if you're listening to podcasts you can use that code and um yeah if you're wondering about the mission you can definitely um look us up but what we're doing is providing free yoga and fitness and meditation for at-risk communities or right now our community but we're hoping to spread um you know obviously countrywide maybe worldwide someday and just get Mm -hmm. the practice of yoga and wellness mindfulness fitness out to people who really um maybe don't have access to it as easily so we're, we're doing good things and we're excited about it yeah i love it yep Really, you can find me at the Roadrunner. It's R H O D E on all the socials: Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and um, the website is theroadrunnerjourney.com. And you know, through the website, you can subscribe to the newsletter, Journal of the Roadrunner. I think that's about all I have for this week. We're gonna keep this momentum going, baby. That's right. <laughs> Until next time, we'll see you out on the road. See ya.